All right, Darren Smith, season two, episode eight of the Always Loyal podcast. What's coming up? Jordan Carruth, it was a rainy night at Torero Stadium in San Diego. Loyal walks away, all three points. A 1-0 victory against Detroit City Football Club. We'll talk about that, get you set for weekend number two. Tell you who's on the Always Loyal podcast, Jordan Carruth, coming up next. Darren, will this rain ever stop? Never. It's what our focus has been. We know we need to be a much more solid defensive team. We want to be the best defensive team. We do. That's our goal. But to do it while we're, you know, the entertaining, attacking team that everyone knows we are. So that was the priority. It was step one, keep the clean sheet. But but more than that, we, they weren't really dangerous on our goal. And so um, I loved how we approached the last five minutes. Um, it was very comfortable, and that's an area where years past we weren't. And, this, and, and now we're very comfortable at the end. What a fun night it was, Saturday night, Torero Stadium, a one nothing win for San Diego, a beautiful goal, a clean sheet, and a lot to celebrate from the opening night of the season. Hi, Darren Smith. Jordan, what's happening? Good to Hello. see you on Saturday night. Good to see you and 55, 5,600 of our fellow friends out there at Torero Stadium. What is that famous Premier League phrase about a cold, rainy night in Stoke? But can you do it on a rainy night at Torero, I think is what they say. Can you do it on a cold, rainy night at Torero Stadium? And San Diego Loyal did do it on a cold, rainy, foggy, misty night, which I absolutely loved. I thought that added a little something to it. I understand we live in Southern California, and we always want the weather to be perfect and expected to be perfect. But I must admit, I thought that was really cool. I thought it made for tremendous optics, looking at the fog and the mist and the light to Torero Stadium. It was really a cool night. Uh, a very fun night, great environment, really loud, and it, it had a, just a very fun setting to it because of the weather that you just described so wonderfully. I thought overall, we saw two good teams. We saw one really good goal from a center back. That was the only difference on the scoreboard. Uh, differences clearly in other parts of the match, but the only difference on the scoreboard was that goal. I thought it was two really good teams. I, I think the clean sheet, was really important. I think if SD Loyal can have a lot of clean sheets this year, that's going to be the difference maker for them winning the West or potentially finishing second, third, or fourth. Yeah, I, I think it was a really good night, especially knowing that there it wasn't your full lineup. You didn't have Alejandro Guido available. You didn't have Stoneman available. Uh, it's You've announced a new signing since that match. So things are going to continue to look different going forward. But I think it's a really good start. And... Based on that, based on the fact that you didn't even have everyone available, uh, you, it's pretty easy to say that things should only get better. So that I think that's a good sign. Yeah, I think all points very valid as well. And I think back to the conversation we had with Nate Miller on the Always Loyal podcast. I want to say Nate was our first guest here, season number two. And I remember Nate saying something very specifically, Jordan, that that stuck with me. We need to be better defensively. We need to be better defensively. Now, keep in mind, San Diego Loyal back in 2022 is one of the highest scoring clubs in the USL championship. And with that came a little bit of a trade-off. So I think when you hear that and you remember that, what it was that Nate said to us and he said it to others as well, that they needed to be better defensively. Walking out of Torero Stadium, maybe it wasn't the most high-flying night in terms of shots on target. Didn't have a ton of chances, but made the most of the one that they had coming off that set piece. I really, I thought about that with Nate. I'm sure Nate 
found plenty of things. He even said it post-match after the uh, with the the media afterwards in his post-game interview scrum. He said, we've got a lot to work on. You know, there's a lot of things here that that uh, we're happy with the win. We're happy with the three points. But, you know, we need to be a lot better. You know, we need to be a little bit more dangerous. That's the kind of club we want to be. But that's what I thought about. I thought about what Nate told you and me and, and said to others as well. We need to be better defensively. What a better way to start when you want to prioritize being better defensively than a clean sheet at home to start the season. Yeah, uh, Coach Miller could have easily started the postgame presser with a, what more do you need? from my defenders scoring goals, getting the clean sheet, just a really good start. Um, and even on the goal, it was your two center backs going back and forth with each other. Kind of, I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily on purpose, but technically from one to the other, and then a great shot and a great goal. And that was the difference. That was the celebration. Really fun night. You got to celebrate Simba did uh, with his teammates and with the locals afterwards. I-, I think specifically with what you're talking about defensively with San Diego, and Nate did point this out in the post-game presser is finishing off games, which mm-hmm. isn't, it hasn't always been the easiest thing for SD. Uh, we've seen, we have plenty of examples where late goals changed things for San Diego. And that clearly was not the case Saturday night in the opener. Uh, Nate made sure to, to point that out, finishing off the match with control, definitely a big deal. I think that was a good point. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, shout out. This will be an opportunity for us to give a shout out to our friend and our colleague, Sean Kelly, yes, who's the statistician for San Diego Loyal and the statistician for Formula One Racing, who was hospitalized in Bahrain. But I remember this line, and get well, Sean Kelly, get well, virtual stat man. I remember Sean saying, if matches were only 85 minutes long, San Diego Loyal would be one of the best clubs anywhere on planet Earth. And I, I also noticed that, too, that Nate brought that up. Nate Miller brought that up at the end of the match. And, and, you know, really it, it was a combination of playing the way that the club played the match. Also having some very strategic substitutions late in that one as well. 84th minute, 92nd minute, 83rd minute, 84th minute. Right. So, you know, there was a little bit of strategy to that. I went back, I was sort of surprised to look back at the, the statistics post-match and, you know, not see the type of possession that we've been used to for the last couple of seasons with Loyal. Only because it never really felt like to me, Jordan, in a one nil game or a one goal lead, which we've seen a bunch of times, as you you just mentioned there, sometimes you do feel like, wow, you're on the edge with this sort of stuff. And and it it didn't feel that way, at least inside of Torero Stadium. Easy for me to say. I'm standing there in section 109. Maybe it felt a little bit different if you're on the bench or or in the technical area or up in the booth. But uh, it, it really did, you know, even though the statistics don't exactly support that, that, you know, it felt like Loyal was really in control of the match. And, you know, again, I think we could talk about the goal scoring. We talk, could talk about the chances that are going to be created since there also was this great announcement Monday morning at nine o'clock about Ronaldo Dumas. But, you know, I, I just think in terms of, of some of the things, some of the themes, if you will, about wanting to be better defensively. Well, Detroit City in San Diego, playoff team last year, even if it was a different version of what it looks like in 2023, and finishing off the matches. I really, uh, I think that those are a couple of themes that that SD loyal supporters are focused on. And, you know, at least now through through the small sample size, one out of 34 feels like, you know, okay, that was cool. Like, that was good. Like, we feel good about the way the season began, at least in, in those two situations. 
I just thought overall it was a really fun night, Saturday night at Torero Stadium. Usually, well, not usually, there's always there's always matches where you kind of come away remembering what happened pre-match, maybe what happened post-match, maybe the result doesn't go your way. But I mean, I think everything seemed to line up pretty well for, for San Diego Saturday night. The atmosphere was great. The result was really good. Um, really fun goal. Personally, went with a, obviously met up with Darren, hung out with him before the match. Um, and a little bit during the match, but I mean, I went with a coworker friend of mine. He brought his two-year-old son. They had an amazing time. It was their first ever match. They had a great time. I, I got a text later on. His two-year-old son went to sleep with the soccer ball that night, slept with a soccer that. ball that night for the first time. So they seemed to have a really good time. So I, I just, overall, I thought it was, it was like a win across the board more, yeah. more so than just the 90. And by the way, we joke about the weather, right? But you know, let's not Do pretend. We? Let's know uh, there's always a little element of truth behind all the jokes, as as we've always said, as that old phrase goes. But, you know, let us let us also be very honest here that on a Saturday night where you're expecting some sort of inclement weather, even if you've developed, uh, you know, you're a bit used to it, given the way it's been here. Fifty six hundred and seventy one people. I was in the loyal offices during the week. And, you know, sometimes you get new people in and out and. I was there and a phone call or two was made into the loyal offices. Hey, so I'm just, just, just being thorough here. What happens if it rains on Saturday night? Well, if it rains, the match is going to go ahead and it's scheduled. It's going to go off. It's going to kick off starting at seven o'clock. We so, will you know, play. In some, right, we're not baseball here. You know, this isn't baseball where you get a couple of the raindrops and Hey, everybody, let's put the tarp out there on the field. So even knowing that this was match number one, 34 matches during the regular season, even knowing that there was a, a little bit of mother nature's interference here expected, you still had that kind of crowd and that kind of enthusiasm I thought was, was certainly part of it as well. What'd you think of the catch Jordan getting a chance to see them with uh, our own eyes on the actual loyal players playing on the field at Torero stadium? Yeah, I thought they looked really, really good. I thought they looked good on television when I went back and watched the highlights. Um, I, I, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm excited to see all of them getting to see two of the three, obviously with the home kit and then seeing what Coke Vegas was wearing in that. Mm. I think, uh, yeah, I thought they looked really, really good. What a stud. What a yeah. stud. Wasn't he a stud? And plus I love the Tory green too. And the combination with the white shorts. And then the second combination that you're going to see when SD loyal is playing away is getting a chance to see those orange kits, the orange tops and the greens. Like it, it, it's sharp. It's pretty sharp. I would love to be a San Diego loyal player, Jordan, mm -hmm. and being able to put that kit on and be able to rock that gear when I'm out there on the pitch. Congratulations to Jackson Simba. You mentioned him earlier, 19 year old Jordan from Tanzania who scored the match winner and was named to the USL championship play, uh, team of the week. How about that? One match, one goal and his first team of the week honors for the USL championship. Guess who we're going to speak to this week on the always loyal podcast. We're going to talk to Jackson Simba and he joins us next. We are ready to roll here tonight. What a crowd we have on hand. Fourth season for the club. Fourth season here at the University of San Diego's Torero Stadium. And we're off and running here tonight. Simba with a diving effort. Adams coming right back to it. Simba to the post and in! First of the season, San Diego! And that'll do it for the third year in a row. San Diego has won their home opener. 1-0 to start 2023. All right, Jordan, as we said, 
You remember that first one, first one of the season for 2023, and that was Jackson Simba. What a great moment that was for him in the first half of the match. San Diego Loyal needed one goal, one goal to pick up all three points at Torero Stadium. Jackson Simba was named to the USL Championship Team of the Week, and he joins us on the Always Loyal podcast. Jackson, congratulations. Thanks so much, though. Thank you. Well, tell us, what's this week been like for you? First match of the year, you score uh, a goal, and obviously Team of the Week honors. Uh, it's big time to me uh, for this week. Uh, I play I play in Detroit. I score one goal. I'm so happy. Our teammate is so happy, too. So I feel happy, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people felt happy. Tell us about the goal. That was... A crazy oh, okay. kind of play, and there you are. That was, you know, that that was a little bit of skill there, Jackson. Tell us about your goal. Oh, my goal is crazy. Oh, time I score, I see a lot big, big crown. Oh, we celebrate. Oh, me too, I celebrate, and my prayers, you give me hug. Oh, make noise. Oh, he's so happy. It's good. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> we we liked it too. We were uh, we were very excited for it. Tell us about your goal celebration. Can you tell us what it is that you do? Uh, which one? Um, I believe the one I saw you do Saturday night. You put two fingers oh. up. Yes, <laughs> I like this one. Yeah, it means uh, face peace. Oh, uh, and at all times I have peace. My face is happy. So I do this. I mean peace, face peace. Yeah. Peace. How long have you been doing that goal celebration? Oh, uh, since last season, I do I do this. Uh, I like to do this because I feel happy to do this because everyone you have peace. So if I do this, I peace for everyone. Yeah. I love that answer. Very very <laughs> cool. I, I'm curious as a defender, are you yeah. happier with the clean sheet? with not allowing any goals, or are you happier yeah. that you scored a goal Saturday night? Which one do you prefer? Oh, I prefer both. Uh, first, I prefer in my goal. <laughs> <laughs> and second, I prefer uh, we have clean sheet, so it's, it's good time to team or to defensive, we, we have clean sheet. And also I have, I prefer myself, I score a goal. So yeah, it's good too. <laughs> of course you want to celebrate right not just yeah. the clean sheet but you want to celebrate the goal as well jackson yeah. tell us your story how did you end up in san diego with san diego loyal oh i'm from tanzania oh i grew in poor family uh my parents did you want to did you want me to play soccer but as for me I didn't listen to my parents because they love soccer, you know. I remember one time when I was uh, 13 years old, I did put my uh, my 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 school book, my school books in my bed. I didn't go to school. <laughs> that day I went to to play street soccer, you know, street soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when when I uh, when I come back, I come I come home. My father, he looked at my bag. He didn't see books <laughs> he, he, he saw soccer shoes in my bag he was so mad oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he he took he, he took my soccer shoes uh he burned 
event, then uh, then in the fire, you know, I feel so bad because end of the day, I finish school and my my dad is supporting me a lot, you know. He bought uh, he bought my soccer shoes again. He buy jazz. He buy socks. Then he say, now you can follow your dream, you know. So I start to follow my dream when I finish school. Uh, I have agent, so agent uh, he give me opportunity. Uh, you can come to uh, USA, uh, Michigan. First time I'm come USA, I go Michigan. Uh, I go Michigan. I pay US lot too after USO2, or he give me like, he give me apartment, he give time to pray. He say, Jackson, this is time to you, you are praying. If you pay good, sometime we can, he can see you, he can go to trial. Yeah, after, 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 uh, after season finish uh, USO2, I'm coming and they go to trial. After uh, one week, after one week, coaches they say I like you can give contract. So now I'm here today. And now you're the team of the week and the goal scorer for San Diego Loyal. But you are you are young. You are 19 years old. Yeah. What is I don't it? That. <laughs> what What is it like? And and forgive me, I said uh, Tanzania earlier. Tanzania for the correct yeah. pronunciation. I mean, what has this experience been like of being so far from from home or? Are you alone? I mean, do you have family that travels with you? I mean, what has this been like? Just you, you know, adapting to uh, to a completely different part of the world. Oh, in America, I don't have I don't have family. I have family in Tanzania, but where uh, one day my family come to visit in USA in my dream too. My family come. I need I need to come my family and visit USA. Yeah, my family. He's so happy now. He saw my goal. He said, Jackson, keep going. Your dream come true. I say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And only I, 19 years old, 20 years old next month, a birthday coming up. Yeah. <laughs> do, I don't you... believe that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't believe that uh, my age, I can do a lot of things, you know. So I need I need to push every day. Uh now I'm now I'm uh, my beginning is good, so every day I need I need to be better. You know? Yeah. I mean, what do you do for fun when you're not playing soccer? I mean, you know, for a, a teenager by himself in the U.S., what do you what do you do when you're not at training or you're not playing in matches? <laughs> I like to go beach. I go beach, Imperial Beach. I go beach. I play video games a lot. I watching movie. <laughs> I play video video games and uh, my teammates. So if you, I play so uh, FIFA, so if I play FIFA, if my friend or my teammate if he win, he come to practice. He talking shit, Jackson. You don't you don't know how to play game. <laughs> so it's so fun. I like that. <laughs> well, number one, I love that you go to Imperial Beach because I live in Imperial Beach. Oh, sure. Yes, I do. We haven't seen a lot of beach time recently, but, you know, soon we'll be out there and we'll see you, Jackson. But when you're playing FIFA, who is your club? Who are your players? Who are you playing? (laughs) I like, I I like to, to use Liverpool uh, and PSG uh, because I like, I like to use Liverpool because I I like Van Dyke. I like to use PSG because I like Lamos. 
Yeah. And I like that. Two good, two good sense. center backs. There you go. Yeah, that makes perfect <laughs> yeah. sense. Was it, was it always soccer for you? Did you play any other sports growing up? Oh, for sure. I play, I play, uh, uh, Volvo, uh, Volvo. Uh, I go and my friend, we go beach. Like we do like for fun in Tanzania. We take, uh, we take balls and we go beach. We play soccer beach, like for fun. Yeah, but I play soccer all time if I all uh, time I grow up. Very mm -hmm. cool. Well, we're very, very happy to have you in San Diego. And what a goal it was. Could you did you believe that it was going in? Like as soon as you hit it, did you know? I don't I don't I don't believe that, but but God he did it, you know. So I believe God. So yeah, God God he did it. <laughs> Where does that goal rank? Is that the best goal you've ever scored, or have you scored a better goal someplace else in life? Oh, I think this is better goal in my life. So maybe if I I con I play lot games, I can score. You know? <laughs> Tell Coach Nate Miller, maybe you should be a forward someday. Who knows? <laughs> you never maybe. know. What... <laughs> you still got. Plenty of career left. Uh, congratulations on the Thank clean sheet, on the goal, team of the week. Uh, I hope you had a chance to to share that with family in Tanzania. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us. Thanks so much, sir. I appreciate it. It takes years of dedication to become a champion. Palomar Health's team of world-class doctors, nurses, and technicians work tirelessly to ensure that the health care you receive is second to none. Palomar Health, champions of healthcare. Champions for you. There he is. Jackson Simba turns 20 years old next month on the team of the week for the opening week of the USL season here in 2023. Off to a very nice start. All right. Let me give you a pop quiz here, Jordan. These are terrible. I hate it when it happens to me, but I'm going to do it to you anyway. Feel free Ugh. to play along at home. What so Jackson Simba scored the first goal of the 2023 season, right? Okay. Can yes. you name... The goal scorers who scored the first goal of the previous three seasons oh, for San Diego Loyal. Let's okay. go back to season number one. We're going to give you an e Charlie Adams. That's correct. Charlie Adams. San Diego Loyal, 1-1 draw against Vegas Lights. 42nd minute. What about the season after 2021? I'll give you a hint. It happened in Arizona. I think we were there. It happened in Phoenix, Phoenix Rising, who happens to be the opponent. Mm -hmm. Loyal got their pants taken down in this match. 4-1 was the final. Phoenix Rising killed Loyal, but there was one goal scored by one Loyal player. I remember Guido's goal, but it wasn't the first. That wasn't that match. I remember, didn't Ben Spencer score? But I don't Boom! think... Was it Spencer? <laughs> yeah, it was Ben Spencer. Yes! Open yes! the season scoring. Last season, last season, last season, who, last who season was the, the was the Guido goal, but he he was the final goal, right? That was Thomas Among, Thomas Among okay. in the seventy eighth minute against Los Dos LA Galaxy two. So, opening uh, Jackson good. Simba, Thomas Among last year, Brent Spencer the previous year, and Charlie Adams obviously the first goal in club history. All right, I guess good job out of you. Simba, Sim, thank you. Simba scored against Phoenix last year at home. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, I mean, I stayed you know, and, and watched at the end, you know, the, the supporter section, the locals have this great tradition where they present a growler full of beer to the man of the match. And Jackson Simba was not only on the team of the week for the USL championship, but he was also the man of the match. Well, what's the problem? What's the problem? Well, Jackson Simba's 19. He's not 19. legally old enough to drink. So we had to say, hey, Joe Betty Corona, would you? 
Would you make your way over here, please, Joe? You played a fantastic match. I was really, I loved watching Corona play because you can look at stat sheets, right? Even in a one nil game. And, and I don't know that it gives you a true appreciation for how smooth Joe Corona looked out there. Just everything with a little bit of purpose, but thankfully for Simba. So we didn't get anybody in trouble here. We had somebody that was willing to walk over to the supporter section after the, we are San Diego chant and pick up the growler on behalf of Jackson Simba. Yes. But I was glad I was there to watch Jackson Simba, the young player spotlight this week for the USL championship. Certainly something that they want to promote a 19 year old. Think about the, think about the courage that that takes to, to leave Tanzania, which we all learned here today. I, I mean, I had always referred to it as Tanzania, but Tanzania to leave there as a teenager to go and pursue your dreams somewhere else, totally different continent, totally different hemisphere. Think about the to Michigan. Think about the guts it takes to do something like that. Right. I mean, I'm not, not exactly sure San Diego that, here. That was a, like a real pro contract either. And, you know, to go ahead and do it, to do it on your own, I, I think speaks volumes of Jackson Simba. What a cool story. What a really, really cool story. What a nice, nice person to chat with. Right. What a great goal celebration. Because that was that's how he celebrated. Also, when SD Loyal tweeted out a picture of Jackson Simba after the goal, he was he was doing the same thing. So I at least wanted to hear it from him. What was going I, on there? I gotta say, you know, when he arrives last season, Jordan, I, I know he got here a little bit late, as he said. He was playing in Michigan. And he kind of came in. You're like, what what's happening here? And yeah, he, you know, he got now a few this, matches last year. Right, scored once. You know, mm -hmm. scored once against, against Phoenix to your point. Phoenix, so he yeah. opened his account, you know, Open. that wonderful phrase in soccer that nobody's ever fully explained, but, you know, opens his account last season and you're sort of like, Oh, okay. You know, I, I don't know. Like, am I, am I supposed to pay a ton of attention to Jackson Simba? Then you start hearing his name a little bit more and more and more during the off season. And then certain, certainly during the preseason as well. And now you understand why, you know, now you understand why, especially on a night where, like you said, you're without Grant Stoneman. You're without a handful of players. You don't have a complete squad yet. You know, you're putting it out there. You're getting set 5,671 people and you sent them home happy with three points there, courtesy of his goal in the first half of that one as well. How about Alejandro Guido? Did you see what Guido was up to during the match? Yeah, he was, you know, who was locals. serving. He was serving a red card suspension and he was rocking it in the supporter section. Saw him. Saw him sort of late second half, and he was all about it, right down smack dab, middle of the supporter section, cheering, chanting, singing, doing all the things that everybody expects you to do when you're hanging out in that section. Mm -hmm. So we saw where Guido watched. Um, I, I don't know exactly where Landon watched, but I did see Landon Donovan walking around at one point. Did you see there was one clip of Landon who was like, he's like in like the trees. He was like hanging what? out somewhere. I swear. I think it was two balls and a mic that had this shot of Landon who was sort of off by himself. He was up on the hill? The Northwest side. Was he still in line trying to get down from the hill? <laughs> he was, I don't even know where he found this vantage point from. I'd never have seen anybody else standing there, but it was a very, very funny clip okay. for him. Landon, who was there as well. What did you think? And of the, Nate, uh, what I was, are you going to ask about Nate Miller's wardrobe? Not a lot changed. Not, a, I, I mean, it was, Nate, a, I thought it was he a rocked cold, his press yeah. conference. 
I thought he did really well. What different? Yeah. Different subject. Yes. I think he did really well with his press conference as well. Um, and I think he, I think he looked, I think he looked the part. It was like you said, it was a misty, misty mm-hmm. rainy night. So I don't no major change. We've been talking about it for weeks and we finally saw what the first wardrobe choice was. So I got to say, I don't really, it, it didn't stand. No, I was there. So I haven't gone back. I haven't. Why? What was, I think he had like one of the puffy jackets, right? Yeah. It was sort of cold and wet and yeah. Damp. I mean, it's, Feels very appropriate. What's he supposed to do? Rock like a short sleeve shirt? Guido's. I want Guido's shorts at one point this season. That's all I ask. A uh, Nate Miller? Yeah. What a fun night. What a memorable night. From the pregame, there's some <laughs> of the new things that happened beforehand with the trumpet. I you know, need a little bit more info on that. The playing of the trumpet as the players are getting set to walk out there onto the pitch before the national anthem and the introductions. That's right. That was nice. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, how many people noticed that? I noticed it for sure. Um, I was in line waiting to get into the stadium at that point, heard it, it grabbed my attention right away. And I think that's, I think that's the purpose right there. It's to grab your attention. You got to know what's going on. You see the players going out on the field. It's go time. So this Sunday, three o'clock against Phoenix. Don't know what to expect in terms of a starting 11 for San Diego, but Alejandro Guido available, Stoneman available. I think Ronaldo Damus is is going to be available. I don't know if we really should expect him to start or anything like that, but maybe he gets some minutes. Who knows? Um, I don't know what to expect in terms of that starting 11, but it, it could be a little bit different this time. And now we're going into a stretch where you have five in a row against the Western conference. Two of your next three are against Phoenix home this, this Sunday. And then after that, you're on the road for three, for three of your next four. So this is, this is a pretty, Pretty impactful stretch early on in the season, mostly because you get five in a row against teams in the same conference as you. Well, let's spend a minute talking about Ronaldo Dumas, Jordan, because we had a podcast that came out uh, not on our regular schedule earlier this week. It was an interview that Jordan and I did with Ronaldo Dumas just just a, a few, I don't know, short months ago. No, <laughs> just April 2020. <laughs> Took a little while. You got to fill out the paperwork. Things got to get done. I don't know that this was, was the best kept secret in the USL that Ronaldo was coming to San Diego. But when we were talking about Kyle Vassell, 14 goals last year, Thomas Among, 11 goals last year, Jack Blake, three goals. Where are you going to replace 28 goals? Now, obviously, Evan Conway, Nick Moon, certain players are going to have to bump up their game a little bit. I think that that's expected. Some of the other additions, I, I can tell you that the club's pretty high on some of them. But this is the guy. This is the guy. The last time he was with the USL, in the USL with Orange County, it was 16 goals by far the most that Orange County Soccer Club had. Uh, he carried them. He carried them in the goal-scoring category. Great vertical, th- just a great knack for being in the right place, right time. If you miss that, because you're normally checking your podcast feed on Wednesdays for the Always Loyal podcast, that one came out earlier this week on Monday. So, yeah, like where are the goals coming from? Well, now I think, guess what? We we have the answer to that question. A lot will be expected for Ronaldo Damus, who was in the building, by the way, on Saturday night, sort of snuck in and out there and Mm. handful of people saw it, a little bit of buzz floating around late in that second half. Somebody had spotted him. So uh, he was in the building. And as Jordan said, if you're going to the match Sunday, three o'clock kick Phoenix rising, still the main rival for SD loyal. I'm not sure, but you would, you, you might expect to see him as a sub maybe Match conditions, we'll see. I'm not sure. See where the match is at that point. 
But yeah, it sounds like we might see his debut at Torero Stadium this week. Potentially. We'll see if he gets a few minutes. Are, are you telling me that the goals won't be coming from the center backs all season? Is that what you're <laughs> is that what you're telling me? You never know. Maybe this Nate Miller's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve here. Maybe he just thinks, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna shock this entire league and we're just gonna have our defenders score all of the goals upcoming this season. I was I, looking at I, think I was okay looking at that. I'm all right with it. I was looking at the most recent matchups between San Diego and Phoenix. San Diego swept rising last year, won both matches. Most recently, uh, they played at Torero Stadium. It was a 3-0 win for San Diego. Loyal went up 2-0 in that match. Rising got a red card. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. That was the, the match where one of their players threw a water bottle at the, like right at the bench, right? Yeah, okay. So that yeah, was the red card. Good. And then Simba who we just spoke to scored the third goal of the night to make it three, nothing. That was the most recent game against Phoenix. The other one in 2022 was that three, two win in Chandler, uh, Thomas among with the opening goal in that one. And I think I have that right. That Guido scored the right. winner, right? The Cause the smoke winner, yeah. was going and yeah, he was in a full sprint. That was a, that was a great celebration. We had Guido on the very next week on the podcast. We asked him how great that one felt. He said it felt amazing. You can go back and listen to that one if you want as well. <laughs> what we we did that it was a great conversation I, I thought that was good you can go back and listen to that Guido combo from last season well, that's what I do all the time anytime I, I want to go back and I want to listen to some of these great conversations I always go dig around in the archives of the always loyal podcast there you go loyal have won three of the last four against Phoenix that's kind of been the trend lately a 2-1 win in San Diego um, a 3-2 win in Chandler and a 3-0 win in San Diego those are the wins for San Diego there is a loss in there it was a 1-0 loss against Phoenix that one at Torero Stadium uh, in 2021 that was that was a match where Phoenix scored early and we did not see a goal the rest of the way but that's the matchup we'll see again this Sunday we get Phoenix twice in three weeks or in, in three yeah three weeks total there's no midweek matches there so you'll be done with Phoenix before you know it uh, Phoenix is coming off a 1-1 draw with Charleston. Phoenix is coming off its first ever season in club history, Jordan, where it didn't qualify for the playoffs. And gone are some of the names that were such a pebble in the shoe for San Diego Loyal, Aiden Quinn, Santi Mar. Totally different looking Phoenix rising club. Is this still, I don't want to force this. I really, I don't. I think these things have to, to happen organically. So let's force but it. But given where San Diego the loyal is in season number four now so let's let's just absolutely force this and make people maybe this. they'll we'll have a twitter poll coming out a little there do you still consider phoenix to be the arch rival of san diego loyal or do you think oakland has replaced phoenix because phoenix was sort of crap last season and oakland knocked loyal out of the postseason seems to be that what, little what something your, going on what did you say a pebble in the shoe is that what you used Pebble in the like, shoe, a burr in the saddle. Burr in the saddle. <laughs> Pain I in think, the ass. I think uh I think I think Oakland falls into that category. Yeah. The, I still, the deal I still consider uh I still consider Phoenix arrival. Phoenix. Oakland. Okay. We gotta we still gotta gotta get some wins against Oakland, you know? Right. It's not a rivalry if you just do you think never do you beat think them. Oakland, I, yeah, I don't does Oakland consider I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. That's what and I'm this asking. This weekend like feels, this one feels like, uh, I don't know. Anytime we play Phoenix, it feels like it matters a little bit more, but that's just yeah. me. That's me too. I think that is. No, yeah, I that's so. me. Now, are they going to bring fans out here again? Cause we remember what happened. Some of the times they brought some of, of their supporters out. It's, oh, put you a little on edge. 
All right. Sunday, what did you make of uh, Jackson's uh, Jackson Simba's? Did someone tell him about clubs. to include one answer that involved Imperial Beach and liking video games? Because that's an answer made a that's a perfect answer for this podcast. Do you approve of uh, of Liverpool and PSG? I approve of the players. I approve of Van Dyke and Sergio Ramos. Right. Yeah. He had a really good answer. He gave, he at least had a really good why. Yeah. So I'm good with it. I'm good. I'm with good it as well. It. I'm good yeah. with it too. Three o'clock Sunday. Phoenix rising. The arch rivals. Phoenix rising in town. That's what Jordan Carruth just said. <laughs> Put your values in action by doing your banking with Blue Peak Credit Union, a purpose-driven financial institution. Learn more at bluepeak.com. Official credit union of San Diego Loyal. Must meet membership and account criteria. Blue Peak? Blue Peak.